The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Porik Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, uh, to take your questions. Uh, Porik, good morning. A very good morning to you, Pat. Now, we'll go straight into the questions uh, because time is short. Um, I have a lot of green growth on the glass of my greenhouse. I tried washing it off, but the green growth remains. What can I treat the greenhouse with to clean this off? That's from Mary. And look, Pat, that's a very common question at this time of year, particularly on greenhouses and tunnels. You get a green algae that grows over the winter months, particularly if it's anyway shaded. You can use a treatment called ProPack. I mentioned it before for algae and mosses on hard surface areas, but that's very useful for removing green scum and green algae on tunnels and greenhouses. And that can be a plaque applied that pro pack can be applied at this time of year it should see it off within about five or six days okay very good can i divide a cordial line at the root i have one in a pot which has grown two shoots at the base what is the preferred position and soil if i put it into the ground that's from rosaline Rosaline, well, so Rosaline, the cordylines are so easy to grow. They like an, an open aspect, south facing or west facing, where it's getting plenty of sunlight, free draining soil. But apart from that, they're dead easy to grow. Now, do remember, cordylines will grow, particularly if it's the green form, it'll grow anything up to about 12 or 15 feet. So it makes a tall, slender plant uh, over a number of years and has that central trunk and foliage at the top. You can divide them, you can sl- simply split the second shoot from the parent plant, make sure you take a little bit of root with it and replant it any time from this time of year onwards. So they move no problem whatsoever, Pat. I love spring flowering lilacs, says Bob. Are they easy to grow and are there different varieties and types and when to plant? So a beautiful spring flowering plant, the scented lilacs, uh, they come into flower late April, early May. They're absolutely stunning. They are available, Pat, now as dwarf forms. So you can get some that will only grow four or five feet in height, like Miss Chem, which is a lovely lilac pink, or Tinkerbell is a nice pink form as well. But you can get the standard upright forms as well, like Charles Jolly is probably the most popular variety with its double pink flowers. This is the time to plant them in your garden. If you get a good strong plant, it'll probably come into flower this coming spring, but certainly the following spring and every spring after that. So they're dead easy to grow. Very, very common in, in the landscape. If you want a white flower, flowering form, I have one in my own garden called Moscow White, which is a beautiful um, pure white scented form as well with double flowers. And this is the time to plant lilac. Now, Thomas is on about potatoes. What's the best type of main crop potato that will give me a good crop of flowery potatoes? I like Kerr's Pinks and Golden Wonders, but I'd like to grow my own. Yeah, and I think it's it's a it's a great point because generally speaking, in in your supermarket, you're very limited to the range of potatoes that you can buy. It tends to be the same old varieties that we see. Flowery varieties are varieties like Record, which I particularly like myself. It's a, a lovely yellow flesh variety with a high dry matter. British Queen, if you want an early variety. Um, others then like Irish Gold, which was actually bred here in Ireland. I mentioned it before in the programme. Um, bred for the Irish palate, so it's it's a really flowery variety, like occurs pink. It's blight resistant, it's easy to grow, it's a good main crop uh, variety. Our Golden Wonders Pash is probably the driest and floweriest potato of all. It's a late main crop variety, but you plant it from the middle of March onwards. So pop into your local garden centre. All the seed potato varieties are available at the moment. Ask Porik if it's too late to add seaweed to an allotment now for planting in June. And if so, would farmyard manure be my next best option? That's from Anne. 
Yeah, well, and both both materials are really good. The the key thing with seaweed and seaweed is absolutely brilliant as a as a compost material, but it is full of salt. So it's important to expose it to the elements to allow the rain to wash the salt content out of the seaweed. But if you're not going to be using it until June, then certainly um, it could be used as a material uh, at this time of year. Expose it to the elements, allow the rain to wash the salt away, and it'll be a fantastic material to use for your veg garden. Farmer manure as well, as long as it's well rotted, so any manures you're using, Ideally, they should be from last year. Horse manure or farming manure from last year's season will be perfectly usable this year. Now, Elizabeth bought a plant and it's not doing well. It's a sarcococca hook, commonly known as sweet box, planted it in an outside tub using last year's soil. Probably a mistake. Any tips to revive it? Because I want to smell its beautiful scent again. And you pronounced it very well, Pat. This is sarcococca hookerianum. It's a, a beautiful evergreen plant with bright white flowers starting, believe it or not, at Christmas and flowering through until about the first week of March. And it is it has the, the smell of vanilla. It's a beautiful plant, easy to grow, but obviously in the pot, it's unhappy. The old compost is certainly holding it back. It should have a rich green colour at the moment. So if it's yellow, it's certainly hungry. I would take it out of its pot at this time of year, repot it back into the same pot, but using fresh compost, ideally something with a soil-based compost, like a John Innes compost, because it's it's a a shrub that needs plenty of nutrition. You could add a little bit of slow-release fertiliser to the mix and basically repot pot it back into the same pot, liquid feed it and it will come back into growth, it'll green up and you'll get a beautiful show of colour next winter. So it's kind of going out of flower at this stage. Can a very crowded potted bamboo be split and repotted over the next few weeks? It looks poorly but generally it comes back as the summer comes in and what medium should be used for repotting? Yeah, and they're as tough as old boots, Pat, and, and it's a great way to grow bamboo because we often get plenty of questions of how they escape into the garden and start to spread. So growing it in a pot is a terrific idea. They do fill the pot over a couple of seasons, so it is a good idea to split them. Now would be an excellent time. So simply take it out of the pot with a sharp spade or an axe, break it into a number of pieces and repot it back into uh, containers. Again, I'd use the soil-based compost. So again, a John Ennis-based compost, or maybe add some of your own garden soil as well into the planting mix. Again, put in a little bit of slow-release fertilizer and um, it'll be, they'll be perfectly fine. You can trim them back a bit as well, tidy them up if there's any broken or damaged pieces on the bamboo plant. This one from Eddie. I've tried growing potatoes in buckets, but they come out very, very small. Any advice on how to improve yield? So probably have loads of little marbly potatoes and he wants some big flowery ones. Yeah, yeah, and I don't blame them. Well, potatoes will actually grow very well in containers. But the key thing with potatoes, particularly during the summer periods from May, June, July, as they're beginning to form their tubers, they need copious amounts of water. And if they're not irrigated properly enough, then the tubers tend to be very, very small and minute. I would grow the early varieties, Pat, varieties like Duke of York, Sharps Express, Red Duke of York, which is a really good one, Home Guard. They're all early varieties. If you plant them now, in, in pots and containers, they will be ready for harvesting in July. And I generally use a double layer. So fill, get a, a decent sized pot, 
put some compost into the bottom, put three or four tubers in the base, cover with compost again, another three tubers on top, and finally finish off with a layer of compost. And remember to irrigate them, water them well, particularly from May onwards, once they're up about 18 inches as the tubers are forming. If you feed them and wash them well, there's no reason why you shouldn't get a, a fantastic crop. Brilliant. Porik, thank you very much for joining us. That's uh, Porik Horkin. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.